Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. I enjoy writing and recording all WCSK episodes, but I am especially delighted to answer today's question. The reason why is because my beloved wife is the one who asked it and then nudged me to answer it on the program. On the way back from church this week, we were talking about that morning sermon, which touched upon effective and defective systems of Bible interpretation. In the middle of our conversation, my wife asked me, how can an ordinary believer faithfully use the Bible to get clarity about something they are unsure about? I began giving an answer, but apparently it wasn't good enough. She then put me on the spot and took it one step further. She said, what specific practical advice would you give to help them find a biblical answer to their question? If I were to boil my wife's two questions down into one concise statement, I would narrow it down to this. How can you search the scriptures to discern truth? Answering this question will be the topic of today's episode, and I hope to equip everyone with a simple three-step process on how to search the scriptures to find a sound biblical response to a question, concern, or an uncertainty. Our theme verse comes from Acts 17.11, which talks about the Bereans. The Bereans were a scripture-minded group of people from Berea, which is located in modern-day Greece. Acts 17.11 says, The Bereans received the word with great eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. The Bereans began searching the scriptures in response to what the Apostle Paul preached. He preached that Jesus rose from the dead and is the Messiah. The Bereans neither immediately accepted nor rejected Paul's preaching. Instead, they analyzed what Paul said and compared it to what God had already said in order to discern if it was true. When this process was complete, Acts 17.12 tells us that many of the Bereans believed. As a group, the Bereans are often celebrated for their Bible-mindedness and their faithful dedication to God's Word. So the Bereans search the scriptures to discern truth. How exactly do you do that? Well, allow me to provide three simple steps. But before I begin, let me say these three steps are in no way, shape, or form the only method to search the scriptures. They are a method, but not the method. And these steps are in no way, shape, or form meant to turn you away from routine personal Bible study or from seeking wise, experienced counsel from your local pastor or elder. God installed men gifted to teach in the church so that they can teach and help you find sound, biblically informed answers to your questions. What I'm relaying here does not supplant God's order. Rather, these steps are meant to give believers a general formula that they can use in general. So, how can you search the scriptures to discern truth? The first step is to search the scriptures to find out if the Bible explicitly addresses your concern. This step is the first step because if the Bible has something specific to say about your specific concern, then your search is over and there is no need to go on to steps two and three. For example, if someone wants to know if there are little lies and big lies, look no further than Exodus 20.16, which says lying in general is objectively wrong. 
If someone wants to know if God is pro-marriage, look no further than Genesis 2.24, where he says a man is to leave his parents and become one flesh with his wife. If the Bereans had a question asked if Jesus was the Messiah or not, they could, for example, look at specific prophecies about the Messiah in Isaiah 7.14, Micah 5.2, Zechariah 9.9, or Malachi 3.1. Now, the big difficulty many people will encounter is that they don't know where to search or how to search the scriptures. After all, if someone has never read the Bible before, how would they know that God creates marriage in the book of Genesis or that Micah prophesied that the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem? This is where a very useful Bible tool comes in, and that tool is called a concordance. A concordance is basically a word index to the Bible. It lists all the words in the Bible alphabetically, and for each entry, it tells you in what verse in the Bible you will find a word. So, let's say you want to see if the Bible says anything specific about lying. You could open a concordance, look up lie or lying, and then begin reading the corresponding scriptures. No matter which verse you go to first, what will become clear very quickly is that the God of truth abhors lying. The classic concordance that many people use is called Strong's Concordance, which is available for about $25 in print. In some cases, you may not be searching for a word, but a theme or doctrine like the end times or election. Here, a concordance will not be your best bet, but a study Bible would. Individual types vary, but study Bibles tend to have a glossary of big themes or doctrines in the index so you will know where to find verses. I have provided a link to the primary study Bible that I use in the podcast description. How can you search the scriptures to discern truth? The first step is to search the scriptures to find out if the Bible explicitly addresses your concern. If step number one provides no clear answer, then the second step is to search the scriptures to find out if the Bible implicitly addresses your concern. The second step therefore broadens the search and casts a wider net. Truly, we live in the 21st century and there are plenty of very specific modern issues that the Bible does not specifically address. But what the Bible does have are plenty of principles by which the Christian lives. So, once you have a handle of a guiding biblical principle, what you will find is that the Bible implicitly addresses all of human experience. For example, the June 27, 2018 episode of WCSK answered the question, is surrogacy biblical? Now you can search the Bible from now to the second coming of Christ, and you will not find any verse that explicitly addresses surrogacy because embryo transplantation was not possible 2,000 years ago. The Bible does not say, thou shalt or thou shalt not. But what the Bible does provide is plenty of guidance on God's design for conception, parenting and families, the reality of barrenness and childlessness, idolatry and worship. Therefore, by analyzing biblical principles, a person can certainly formulate an informed answer to the question, is surrogacy biblical that is faithful to God's truth? 
If you like, you can listen to the June 27, 2018 episode to hear what I mean. So the second step is to search the scriptures to find out if the Bible implicitly addresses your concern. As I said, almost all questions will be satisfied at this step because God's revelation to us in the Bible is complete and his principles are sufficient to guide life completely. So why is there a third step? Because we always have to consider our neighbors. So the third step is consider the impact on others. The third step does not involve searching the scriptures, but searching your heart and considering the effect on those around you. On the one hand, a person may reach the conclusion that the Bible is silent on a particular matter. In such cases, the matter is neutral, meaning it is neither virtuous nor sinful. On the other hand, a person may faithfully and reasonably discover a biblical answer and come to the conclusion that something is lawful, but they may also come to the conclusion that the something is not profitable. They may come to the conclusion that although something is biblically permissible, it may not actually bring people closer to Christ. It may actually push people away from Christ. It may do you good, but it won't do good for your neighbor. The third step is consider the impact on others because the last thing you would ever want to do is create a stumbling block for someone else in the name of truth. Allow me to give you an example. A few months ago, I met a woman who was a borderline Hindu. I say borderline because she called herself Hindu, but she doubted almost everything about her faith. The more I got to know her, I realized she was not hostile to Christ, but she was hostile to the idea of pushy religious people as she labeled them. So, when I read the Bible, does it explicitly say that there is one Messiah? Yes, it does. Does it explicitly say that all other religious claims are false? Yes, it does. Does it explicitly command evangelism? Yes, it does. Is it implicit that the way the gospel is spread is by taking it to non-believers where they are? Yes. The Bible says what the gospel is and that we should spread it to the world. But besides the core gospel message, the Bible is not precise about how, on an interpersonal level, we engage with others when preaching the gospel. So, with all of that being said, did common sense tell me that if I beat this woman over the head with the Bible, wouldn't that more than likely push her away and limit opportunities for witnessing? Yes, it did. So in considering the impact on others, I never denied that the Bible is truly true, nor did I ever agree with or encourage her blatantly false religious claims. Yet, I wanted her to know the saving gospel truth about Jesus Christ. So I began slowly revealing to her Bible truth in small drops as opposed to pouring everything out at once. In her case, evangelism was not a one-time event, but a gradual process. The result, by God's grace, the plan worked, and I found myself increasingly speaking to someone who hungered to hear more and more about the Son of God. To recap, we began our search today and looked for a method to search the scriptures to find a sound biblical response to a question, concern, or an uncertainty. Our central question was, how can you search the scriptures to discern truth? How can you search involves three steps. Number one, search the scriptures to find out if the Bible explicitly addresses your concern. Step number two, search the scriptures to find out if the Bible implicitly addresses your concern. Step number three, with the results, 
consider the impact it will have on others. What I will close and say is that no one ever masters God's word. So, no one will ever use this process in order to secure an answer and then never read the Bible again. Rather, like the Bereans, diligent Bible students are always searching the scriptures and therefore always being transformed by God's word. The whole counsel of God's word interprets the smaller parts, so big scripture always interprets little scripture. The more familiar a student is with the full counsel of God's word, the easy it therefore becomes to make wise informed decisions and to discern God's will. I hope everyone finds that helpful, and I hope the three steps will yield valuable dividends for you at some time in the future. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.